1: I look like I'm blushing. I can I. I just uh, (laughs) I just received the text. The text messages are also uh, way more provocative than you got a sext. You were sexted. I was just sexted. Unbelievable on the podcast. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Candy Potter, and this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother and her stand-up winner of the 21 Day Masturbation Challenge
0: <laughs> son, Cam.
1: Thank you, mother. Uh, you were you're all excited just now because this is a freaking awesome episode. I'm excited because my son has got like a new lease on
0: uh, uh, life. I think this this is like a glow. You're like glowing. You think but I'm glowing right now?
1: But yeah, it's like you're in a post-sex glow, even though you didn't even have sex. I've reopened, I, I've opened a whole new chapter of my sex life, which you're going to yeah. get to hear about today. Very, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's very sexual, but also uh, very meaningful. Yeah, I think everyone will benefit from this. And anyone who is having sex especially if you're just starting out having sex and new relationships, this is all about how to really open the communication channels and really make for a good, positive sexual environment. Right.
0: We've got a lot of listeners that have written in, and you're going to find that this is to be like a very it's – a, it's a pretty complex uh, subject that we're trying to tackle here.
1: Yeah, and the, the reason that we got such uh, great listener responses to this question um, – or this episode is because we are intending to do a little college tour where we go around to colleges educating freshmen about what they should expect when it comes to sex in college because right. it is not talked about enough and uh I think we we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And if you and we need some help from you guys if you can you know write in just let us know. Yes, so the question that we've been asking everyone that you'll hear extensively about in this podcast episode is what do you wish you would have known about sex upon entering college? Let us know your thoughts. Send it to us at sextalkpodcast at gmail dot com, or call in or text in at three two three four seven two four two three seven. We'd love to hear from you. It'll help us shape the presentation that we're going to be giving for these freshmen.
0: Right, but we would like to know how old you are, basically, or what year you graduated. That yes. would really be helpful to us to know because there are people that are in their 50s and 60s that are probably wanting to
1: weigh in on this, too. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. As always, we really, really appreciate your support. And We input. couldn't do this without you. We love you all. Stay, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, let's jump in. Let's just dive right in here. I'm disheveled, I'll tell you.
0: Yeah, you look like you got, like, three hours sleep because your eyes are, like, sunken
1: in. I look like a shell of a man, uh, mainly because I am a shell of a man right now. Why? I had a sexual interaction last night. (laughs) Wow, that
0: makes you (laughs) a shell of a man afterwards?
1: Yes, because obviously I have to sleep in the same bed. You know, I actually, I slept well next to her. Oh, good. And, uh, but I slept, we, we allotted four hours for our sleep. So that's not enough. Why did you do that? She had to get up in the morning, and then I had to come and record with you. Okay. Well, So that sounds like things are going well with um, Lady X. Lady X. Yeah, I still don't like that name as if she's just... Why don't you just call her X? X is a cool name. Okay. When you say Lady X, it's like... This is, you know, Lady... 4694. Four. What was what? John, John. Yeah, what Three, it? What? Oh, Janva yes. Yeah, 4601. Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying to okay. do a little lay Miz action Two, over four, here. 4601. Oh, 24601. Oh, okay, anyway. How about that for a little uh musical Broadway, meta, meta, Broadway trivia? Bingo. Okay. You know what I I've, I've learned from this whole experience though. I, I let me just say last night's sexual engagement was the most sexual i think i've ever felt in my life that's awesome it it was because there was an entire it was, the whole relationship is predicated on this openness okay so from day one we were just at least from my end completely vulnerable literally telling you about my premature ejaculation issues from the well, get-go oh my God, okay did and, she listen and, to the podcast she would have found that out as well she doesn't she doesn't <laughs> and and then um and then it kind of came out that like I started expressing all the anxieties I was having with the relationship about how I wasn't sure if I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And it made me feel bad because I didn't you know said what? Yes. Wait, you've gone out with her four times and you said, I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yes. I was having an irrational fear. And I said, this is an irrational fear that has been plaguing me. I feel bad about <laughs> getting close with you. Cause I don't know if this, if you're the one. Well, wait a second. What makes you think that you're the one? I don't think I'm the one. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I'm the one, but I just. Well, that's way too, way too early. Talk about premature things. This is premature thoughts. Premature thoughts. But it's an irrational, anxiety provoked thought. And I felt like I needed to share with her because I was experiencing it. And she didn't jump out the window. She's a keeper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it kind of pushed her to share her, you know, feelings about, uh, about the situation. So it Did was he, good. He it was practicing Another one. We're practicing radical honesty, which is which trans, transfers to Let's the bedroom. That no, radical honesty is this whole movement that says like it, 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 there was a whole book written about how this guy was just completely honest in literally every thought that he experienced, and it, it got him into some trouble because obviously he'd be very mean to people sometimes, yeah, or unkind, or not nice. Maybe kind, but not nice there's a difference no, there no, no. sometimes people don't want your input yeah yeah that's true and it probably led him to some shit like that but anyway in this situation i will tell you first of all the radical honesty that i'm practicing is a direct result of this podcast awesome because i figure if i can't i if i i'm completely honest with the with the public at large why can't i be public with the girl who i'm trying to get close with that's right so I'm, that's, that's a beautiful outgrowth of this. That's and, right. And it translates into the bedroom. Of course it does. I
0: tell because her. If you're honest about your thoughts, you're going to be honest about your thoughts
1: about sex. Yes. How I'm feeling when she does certain things. That's if awesome. I, if, I, if, I, uh, you know, if I'm turned on when she touches there, or if, you know, it, 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 then it, she feels comfortable doing the same. Right. But that's, up
0: until then, you had not been
1: honest about your feelings about when people were doing things to you? What, I, it wasn't that I was being dishonest. It just You're wasn't just weren't talking. There was, the, yeah, there was the not. Yes, there was not any communication there, and the communication right. opens a whole new chapter. It's really. Are you role playing and stuff? or Are you just going? Just, this is day four, mother. We haven't even had <laughs> sex. We've not even had sex. I don't need to start pretending to be a fucking. You know, I don't. I don't fireman. even know. A cowboy <laughs> fireman. Yeah. Fireman.
0: I don't know. I just I came up with firemen. I don't know why I came up with firemen. Okay.
1: All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, but it's a phenomenal thing. And, I'm so happy. This is wonderful growth. And this relates to the topic I wanted to discuss today on the podcast. Which is? What I wish I had learned before about sex before entering college. And is that something that you wish you had learned? That you should just be 100%. open about? 100% yeah i i'm a I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you on that one a hundred percent I had no idea how important it was to establish open communication channels first before plunging into the depths of anxiety ridden sex well
0: it's really weird because I asked some of my friends and this girl, debbie says what I wished I knew before about sex before entering college. she said that a girl should know that she deserves to be satisfied sexually. That boys come fast and don't know always how to please a girl or that a girl should be pleased. Both deserve the opportunity to
1: orgasm and speak up for what they want. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree that open communication. You know, you know, what's funny. Okay, so for our listeners, guys, we, we, a crazy, I don't want to get into the coincidences that occurred. Oh, yeah, you got to tell it's you, the weirdest
0: thing ever. It's, a, it is, it's like
1: almost like it's scary telepathic weirdness. So you got to talk. All about right. It. So I'm I'm dead asleep uh, in I, this was yesterday and I'm I'm waking up and I'm having this dream about mom and I performing at Stanford's uh, new student orientation at Stanford uh, University. Yes, for my, those who don't know My, it is. my alma mater. So right. I had this, this idea. They have this whole talk to welcome all of the new students. I saw my mother and I performing. there talking about what Wait, they did should expect.
0: look good when I was performing?
1: You looked wonderful. You looked totally radiant. So did I wear animal print? <laughs> I hope you're not intending to wear animal print yeah, if you that's actually do this. my vision. I had vision of wearing animal print. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> anyway, it was basically to prepare the freshmen for what to expect when, when it comes to sex in college, because I didn't have anything related to this upon entering college, and it would have been very helpful to hear this shit.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like a manual what to expect when you're expecting. This is what to expect when you're entering college and, and
1: wanting sex. So, so I wake up eventually, and I go to the bathroom, and I think to myself, this is a great idea. How do I make this happen? And I realized there was a teacher I had at school who I'm still you know, sometimes in touch with. And I should uh, reach out to him because he's very well connected. He'd be able Mm -hmm. to help me out to to make this happen. What's his name, Dan? His name is Dan. I go to Uh my phone to text him. Now, we have not texted maybe, like, the only times we've texted is when I'm on campus and I'm trying to meet up with him. There's never a reason that we've texted out of the blue. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When's the last time you texted with him? Would you say it's like the last few months? Several several months ago when I was up at Stanford visiting. Okay. I go back to text him. And what is waiting on my phone? A text message from Dan. Oh, my God. It's like, that's, that's why I think it was like the freakiest thing. It's like, how do you explain those things? So I call him up and I say, Dan, this is a fucking unbelievable situation. I can't believe you texted <laughs> me while I'm dreaming about you. And uh, he said, yeah, that's how it works. And now he's he might be trying to help us out. That's amazing. I mean, wow. So so basically. It, it freaked me out when you tell me this story. I I we we're, we're going to try to make a little lecture for freshmen in college. If if you're in college, if you want us to come to your alma mater, let us know. We yes. got this great presentation that we're building. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we've done to prepare this presentation is we put out Facebook posts to say, "What do you wish you had known about sex upon entering college?" And that's why Debbie answered that De- that, that, that that question. Thank and- you, Debbie. Yes, and and my Facebook has been blowing up beautiful responses. And if you have a response to this question, what you wish you had known before about sex before entering college, please please send it to us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I wanted to get into some of the you know the the the, the ones that I've really resonated that have what resonated with me that I'd like to share with the listeners. What do you think about that? I, I I saw a few of them and they're phenomenal. So let me start with one from one of our listeners, Nils. This one said. Nils, by the way, is a hilarious individual. Uh, He has a hilarious name, by the way. Yeah, he's all around a great guy. Anyway, he wrote, there's not one sexual routine. By the way, okay. He wrote, Nils wrote in response to what he wished he would have learned before entering college about sex. I got to learn how to phrase this better. (laughs) (laughs) what do you wish you would have known about sex before entering college nils responded there's not one sexual routine you can learn and be universally good at sex women like guys have a pretty wide range of preferences in bed being a good partner is about having a conversation each time about what the other person likes and helping them discover what will work for them if they're new to sex
0: ah beautiful of it Nils, 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 you got it. That's what it is. And But the thing is, like, for whatever reason, and I, I don't know why this is, I think women, at least when I was growing up, were shy about talking about what they wanted sexually. Men seem to be like, hey,
1: go down on me, bitch. You know what I mean? Well, that's but- not really ta- – I don't even think that qualifies as talking. That's not – it because even when, if you were to say go down on me, I, I'm telling you, you can get into discussion, and this might have happened last night, about – the type of pressure that you want, the, the type of stroke, where you want the the stroking to be. I yeah. mean, you could really get into the nitty gritty of what causes pleasure. And you know what I liked is what Derek Pierce,
0: the porn star, said about that. He, he The reason I think so many women really liked him as more than just like you know a partner in the porn business, but is because he notices reactions yes. to the partner. So he would say, oh, you liked it when I tickled your ear or you liked it when I did this. I could see that you turned flush when I did that. It's a conversation. It's a back it's and a forth. conversation, even if you're doing nonverbal communication. Yes. And you're like articulating what you see. Yes, exactly. So it shows that you care about the other person.
1: Yes, totally. So it's definitely a two-way street in the ter- the type of communication you could be observing what they have enjoyed. They can be asking you what you enjoy. It's a beautiful thing. This, I, this is I'm, honestly, I'm very excited about this because it's opening up a whole new chapter and way of looking at sex for me. Do you think you do you wish that you had gone back to some of your other sexual
0: partners and have tried these techniques? Yeah,
1: I, I would have loved if we could have gotten there. But it's very. I would like to acknowledge it is very challenging to get to this place. Like, yeah, I think well, you have to be there emotionally first.
0: Yeah, you got to be a confident person, and and here's where the whole cougar concept comes in, because I personally believe that is why cougars are so sought after. Well, cougar really means, in my opinion, you know, obviously, is a confident person, an experienced sexual person. So I think when I when I think back about guys and what they've said in my channel and guys that I've been with personally, they've always said the reason that they loved having sex with older, more experienced women is because they, women will tell you what they want. They tell you how to, they they have knowledge about what their past partners and they Mm -hmm. express it. So in other words, being able to communicate is, it, it changes everything as far as sexual, uh, the whole sexual, uh, the game is, and, and that's what makes it so attractive to
1: be with someone who has experience. Yeah, totally. And it's exciting. You know, I'm in this situation. I don't, I have never done this before. I've never been this open about sex and and pleasure before. So it's kind of an exciting little like adventure for me. Like, I don't know. She's learning what pleasures me is, at the same time that I am. I don't well, know the answers no, to these that's that was, what I was going to say. The, the thing
0: that makes... Also, back to that whole older experienced woman thing is the thing that makes it so unique is that most of those women know how to please themselves. Mm. Again, not to mention... Uh, more porn stars, but Nina Hartley, porn educated, porn star, but sex educated more more importantly, she said, you know, men don't give women orgasms. Women give themselves orgasms. Mm-hmm. Because so you can't like put that pressure on someone else. So you gotta make me come thing. You have to know how to come yourself. So for again, back to square one, before you can even be in a situation with a partner,
1: you have to know how to please yourself. I would I would I I agree with what you're saying, but I also want to recognize that I there's a lot of things that she's doing to me that I don't have the ability to do to myself, and you have you just have no idea what is going to lead to pleasure in that sense. That is good point. Good point. There's some things that you have to if you're doing with a partner, obviously that you don't even
0: that a you may not have ever experienced with anybody else, and b you didn't even you know you're you're obviously not capable of doing to yourself. For example, yeah, oral sex. You can't give yourself oral sex. Right. Yeah. Except for, that's why. I, Why the old joke is, why do dogs lick their balls? Because they can. Okay. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, Never pass up a good line. Well, another... I would like to move on to another... I do look
0: like you're blushing.
1: I look like I'm blushing? I Can I... I just... uh, (laughs) I just received the text, and it just popped up on my fucking screen. I don't know how to turn these messages off, but the the, the text messages are also uh, way more provocative than – Oh, she's texting you things. Oh, yes. look
0: at that. I noticed the blushing. All of a sudden, the blush comes up. I know. I my joke, but it wasn't. It was, I got, you got distracted. Sexual, you got a sex You were sexted. I was just sexted. Unbelievable. On the podcast. I cannot believe you were sexted. I was just sexted. Anyway. But that's a, She's doing everything. She's doing every everything the right way, as far as I'm concerned. Because really, the um, sex is not just like the actual act in the bedroom. It's like leading up to the bedroom. It's all the flirtiness that goes on. It's anticipation and texting and sexting is
1: part of it. It's well, fun. She's. Oh, she, I, yeah, I, I don't want to go into details, but it, it it was along those lines that it was discussing that that exact concept actually. And it's, I don't want, oh, fuck. I should have not have said that. Okay, let's move on.
0: Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get back to this. let no, I, I, I want
1: to go to... I have never t- seen you so verklempt. I know. This is a very exciting That's
0: thing. Right. Cam is... Cam's, I don't...
1: Because I don't Cam's, think I've ever received a sex before. This is the
0: first sex. How could that even be? You've been in many relationships. How because can that Because the
1: communication wasn't there. Anytime yeah. I was having sex or hooking up, it was always like... Oh, we we happen to be in this situation. It's never like discussed or acknowledged. And, yeah. and obviously if it's never discussed or acknowledged, it feels like a fucking bad thing. It feels like, you know, like, like it shouldn't be happening if you're not discussing it and acknowledging yeah. it. Yeah. And th- now this is, I'm telling you, opening up a whole new fucking thing. Yeah. You, I can see those, those hormones are flowing, baby. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of <laughs> sexual energy flowing around. Anyway, okay. We can we can move on to Sydney's comment in in terms of what she wishes she had learned before entering college about sex. She says realizing most 18-year-old boys don't know how vaginas work. Mm-hmm. I responded realizing most 27-year-old boys still don't. <laughs> and then someone else responded, I'm 52.
0: <laughs> in other words, he has no clue either. No, that's what I'm getting back to the whole, like, women have to understand that women don't even know. Most women don't even know what their vagina looks like. They've, mm-hmm. There's all these different groups that people, like, literally sit there with a mirror and examine their vagina. Yeah. And they don't even, there's so many women that don't even know how to orgasm. They don't even, they've never even had an orgasm. And waiting for some guy to give you an orgasm when you've never had it yourself is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I agree. And, and so, I so, will yeah,
0: say, so that goes with both ways. If you want someone to know how to work a vagina, then you need to work your own vagina.
1: Yes. And every
0: vagina is different. Yes. So you, you, you become a master with this X and then you break up, you're going to be with Y and you may have to learn Y's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that it, I'm saying that, they're ever, that you're going to break up with her ever. I mean, this could be a ramo I
1: don't know. I don't want to discuss this. I, I don't want to go there right now. Obviously, this is a source of anxiety for me. I
0: forgot about that—that's that's how we started this whole conversation. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but, so uh, but if, but if, I, there are new uh, when it comes to vaginas, and I'm sure it's the same thing with penises. But every man wants to have a certain way of having oral sex done, or a set, every guy likes a certain pressure, and you might even that might even change
1: depending on what day of the week it is. Can I just say? One other thing. I hope she doesn't find this offensive that I'm giving away so many of our secrets. But a big change in this situation was that because we have the open communication and the comfort with each other, it was okay for us to be more well-lit than before.
0: Oh, that's interesting. You had lights on.
1: We had candles going on. But candles that allowed us to see way more than... Usually yeah. the lights are completely off. It's pitch dark. I, I don't know who the fuck I'm in the bed with at half the time. It, <laughs> ah, you don't know what the fuck a vagina looks like in that situation. It's
0: true. In this and situation. It definitely help you find out what you're, you know, you make sure you're in the right area even. Yes.
1: You can see exactly what's going on and then you can read their reaction because of it. Yeah. And you can yeah. become much more calculated. I love it. You can feel it out. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is all good. So so okay. Back to in college though, you know, you're you're still a kid. You're yeah. 18 years old. How much experience can you possibly have had? Very little, very little. I when I entered college, I was a virgin as fuck. Right, and that is why when when <laughs> when I had sex for the first time,
0: I was with a very experienced guy. Okay. <laughs> and i was happy to be with him as a matter of fact that's the one i referred to in the last a couple of podcasts ago that i talked to him on the phone and said i want to thank you because you made it a good thing and because he made it a good thing it that it's it so enjoyable it turned me into this crazy you know sexual being that i am today oh
1: that's great <laughs> i don't know if anyone's going to want that same experience because otherwise they're going to they might go down that exact road
0: you might end up doing a talk show And a YouTube channel about sex and dating one day. No, but the truth of the matter is, is that I I think that is why, you know, when I was, you know, there's a lot of pressure when you're in college to lose your virginity. Yeah. And believe it or not, for women too, though, it's not just men.
1: One of our guys, one of the guys says, uh, Sean said what he wished he had known before entering college was that the fact that it wasn't going to happen as often as I had been led to believe. That's true too.
0: Yeah, you think that uh, you think this,
1: this wild is, sex is going on with everybody in college. You hear about co-ed, co-eds. And, yeah. You're you thinking know. everyone in college is fucking like bunnies. Yeah, girls going wild, all that kind of stuff on spring break. Yeah, and then you feel shitty when you realize that you're not having sex that frequently. <laughs> And you're like an what, what am girls I doing wrong? Think about. Girls, girls, think about sex as much as guys do. I don't know why they're
0: afraid to admit that, but I, I truly believe it. Unless it was just me, but I, I, well, from all my conversation with all my friends, they think about sex twenty four seven as well, especially in college because your your
1: hormones are dictating. Of course, why wouldn't you? Uh, I want I want to highlight another one that this one got one of was one of the most well received ones on our P- Facebook page, and it's a little long, but I really think it's beautiful. This one's from Austin. He said he wished he would have known that the idea of sex as play, with with the taboos around it, the Hollywood archetypes of what makes you a desirable sex partner, and the intensity of the virgin-slash-non-virgin binary, I entered college feeling like sex was more of a set of milestones with a lot of pitfalls along the way than an opportunity to play and have fun with another person who you like. Because of that, sex carried a lot of like heavy significance, like a proposal, And it made me really nervous, which in turn led to a lot of awkward non-conversations and the hurting of feelings. So I think it'd, it'd be really great if you told all the young me's out there to think of it more like an improv scene. Don't go in with assumptions. Listen to your partner. Safety first. Your partner's idea is always better than yours because the best players make their partners look good. Have fun. And if something isn't fun, stop and do something else.
0: God, this
1: Austin—I don't know who he is, but
0: I got chills up and down my spine, up and down my arm. I I, do. Well, I mean that literally. I—I think we just cut the podcast right here because we need to say no more. I mean that—that was (laughs) so beautiful. the Milestones. It's true. Yes. What what is that all about? You know, like I said, I literally went for—it was spring break. I don't remember. I think it was my sophomore year. One of my friends says to me. Do not come back a virgin. Can you imagine this?
1: <laughs> the, what
0: kind of fucking pressure is
1: that? <laughs> yeah, come that is pressure. huge pressure. I mean, it sound, when you told me that story, though, you always said it, because you were constantly talking about sex, she was like getting fed up. And she was like, okay, enough is enough. You just have to finally have it. All right. Maybe it was something like that. But there <laughs> was maybe it was feeling the pressure from everybody else. I don't know. It's yeah, just, I, I felt so pressure. pressure. I felt a ton of pressure. It, it it, pressure from me. I felt pressure from you. I felt pressure from society. <laughs> yeah, that's a normal thing to feel pressure from your mother to have sex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it already for crying out loud. I, I'm holding on to.
1: Yes, you, I really felt, and you weren't alone in telling me this, but I really felt like I was going to be missing out on life if I didn't have sex. Like I would just end up married and not having had made the most of my college time when I was free and could be having sex all the time and it just is not the case there's so many emotions involved with sex like there it's it's just there it's so much more complicated than just like yeah go out there and get laid right i mean it's interesting cuz it, it, the
0: concept of is there such a thing as bad sex for guys and yeah. Again, I, for for women, yes, because you you know if, if women it literally could take forty five minutes to have an orgasm. I mean, it's such an it's it's for women. It's completely a head game. It's like ninety percent in in the head of a woman to to be able to have the comfort and the relaxation and the ability to have an orgasm within a partner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Men, are, men are always going to have an orgasm. I mean, they, not necessarily, and they, that's what this is I'm, totally.
1: Once again, I'm quoting Derek Paris. And that is totally <laughs> false because I, t- I will tell you from experience with my friends that a lot of them have said that they have a really hard time getting up the first several times. But
0: getting up, I understand. And,
1: and even if they get up, a lot of them can't come. Right. And, and you know, if there's medication involved like anti-anxiety or antidepressants, that really oh, yeah, stifles. Definitely. That right. really uh-huh alcohol yeah. could
0: and make it last a time so, longer than... Mother, you got to be
1: careful about saying that, All make these broken well, statements about men I, yeah. are always going to come. It's not I'm the not, case.
0: No, oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is what's... Uh, uh, one, once again, and and only wanted, I don't only want—I don't know why I quote porn stars, considering the fact that I totally don't believe porn is an educational tool. But I happen to quote this particular guy because that's what he said. Now I always thought that there is such a thing as bad sex, especially if a woman just lays there and waits for the guy to do whatever he wants to do, and that's it. You know, well, I mean?
1: completely yeah. There's there's both parties need to be involved in in discussing exactly what they what they like.
0: I think there's a lot of like. Pressure on guys as opposed to women to be the the performers because of the fact that women really, in order to have sex, they don't really have to do much.
1: Yeah, I think both genders have there's like shitty defaults that and expectations. Anyway, I I want to get back to Austin's comment about the idea of sex as play. It, I think, you know, I'm I I kind of go back and forth on this because I I do think that sex is really emotionally charged and uh it becomes hard when when it's that emotionally charged to think of it as play cuz it seems like a big deal um, well you have
0: to get serious about it you you all of a sudden you can't be and you can be playful but when you're really getting down to it it's it's kind of work it's kind of like you've got to really focus you can't like be like you know you can goof around at the beginning or during the middle or whatever but when you're really getting down to the actual orgasm part you got to be serious
1: well i think he's saying play isn't in the same way that you call improv play. Mm. Uh and you get really serious in improv actually. Like it 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 is also emotionally you got to emotionally be there. Um but so so that's why I go back and forth a little bit about this, but I do like the freedom when it, if you stop thinking of it as like um the, yeah, these milestones like okay, I need to have sex by this day or I shouldn't have sex before marriage or any if you're or able Or to-
0: you have to if, Or that you have to
1: come? every yes, time yes. why do we have to come if it's a play like okay this time it's going to feel like this or you know uh, we're going to we're going to just do oral and, and or whoever right. you know and it, it becomes just
0: like hey what, what if just the, you, one person's in the mood to come and the other one just watches yes or if the other one gets involved and doesn't come big deal and
1: it becomes or, much more exciting that way
0: yeah and to take the burden off of like I see I think guys it's important I'm not, I'm going to generalize and say this guys feel the need to, to come they, they really feel that like they need to come. They want to come. That's the goal. And women, I b- believe, don't think that way as much. They want to have an orgasm, but if they don't
1: have an orgasm, they're going to have a nice time with the process of of, of having sex. I, uh, I don't want, I don't like these blanket statements because I'm telling you <laughs> from experience, I've been with girls who want to, the whole time they want to come, and they're upset that they can't come or that it's taking too no, long no, for them to no, come. You,
0: but it, it, I think that they, there's too much emphasis on that.
1: I think for both parties, both parties, both parties think that there's like an ideal amount of time that should pass for having sex until they do come. I think b- both parties are expecting are, are expected to come at a certain point by s- society. That's what I'm saying. That's not by society. It's just, you, you want to come, you want to come, but also there's pressure, societal pressure. Like even on me, like I know that I come relatively quickly and until I'm in like a serious relationship where I'm having regular sex, I'm not going to be able to control it as well. And there's, I, mm-hmm. uh, there's an expectation on me that I, to, to, have sex for a longer period of time, and for I'm just saying that it, these blanket statements are not working for me, ma'am. There, it, it, there's I, I, there's pressure on both genders, on everyone. Everyone feels like there's a right amount of time it should, you should have for for having sex, and then the time. That well, the you The reason should come.
0: I'm bringing this up, I just want to make sure
1: that men understand that
0: it's it, it's not it's not like the be all and end all. If a woman doesn't come, if she can't come. Don't put the pressure on her, and don't take it personally. Right, right. That's what I'm trying to say. And the other part of it is, if if you start saying, "Are you going to come?" or "Are you going to come?" you know, after a while, it's going to turn the woman off so much that she's going to not be able to come at all. Totally. So don't put so much pressure on a woman to have an orgasm. She will if she's ready and wants to, and if she doesn't, it doesn't mean that the sex was bad either. The sex could be awesome still. Right. It just doesn't have to happen every single time. The other thing is. And I am very dead serious. And if anybody listens to anything I have to say ever, this is the most important lesson. Listen up women, never fake an orgasm.
1: Why do you say that?
0: A, it's, it's total dishonesty and it's a bunch of bullshit. But most importantly, if you, you're just teaching your partner
1: what not to do. Mm, so it's like false communication.
0: It's like, yeah, it's like, training a dog or something they, this is this, this is what you want him to do you want to put him on a pee pad or something now the, now instead of going outside the dog is going on a pee pad because he thinks it's the right thing to do you, you, I've written whole articles that you, you want to train your lover like, like a puppy okay? And that you if you want to train your guy how to make you have an orgasm or how to help you have an orgasm, I shouldn't say make you how to help you have an orgasm, if you fake an orgasm he's going to think oh if I touch this button, this button, this button, she's going to have an orgasm and she's faking it. So that he'll go back and do that again next time. And again, she's going to either have to fake it or teach him something else. So that's why there's never a time that our faking an orgasm is, is a, a thing to do.
1: It doesn't seem to help you. It doesn't help the partner. It doesn't help future partners. It, it's, it's a bad idea.
0: bad idea. Yeah, lying is a bad idea. Uh, yeah, so, but you surprised how many women are going to do that after a certain amount of time because they don't want to keep going or they want to get it over with or they want to just please the partner, and it's a really bad thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I will make a blanket statement about that. Okay, Never I agree with
1: that. I, I agree oh. with that. I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Good. Um, there, there was a lot of discussion about consent and, and figuring out that, that you should be okay, I, and we kind of got into this at the beginning, um, right, then when, no means no. Well, well, I just want to say thank you to Mindy who said, ooh, was just having a convo about this with some ladies today. Uh, we were talking about how in the beginning it's hard to realize how much power you have over the situation as a woman. If you're not into something or starting to get uncomfortable, it's totally legitimate to stop in the middle of whatever it is and just say, right. fuck this. Right. There, are and, th- there are thoughts right. of like, is this an experience I should try or am I going to come off as prude? But it's so, so important women realize they have power to consent or not at every point in time and never need tolerate discomfort. Exactly. Exactly. And I extend this to guys. I've been in situations where I feel, I know that sounds fucking a little weird, but I've been in situations where I didn't really want to go as far as the girl wanted to go. And I kind of felt obligated because I'm like, oh, well, this is a weird situation. I mean. Oh, so was like a pity fuck? I, I didn't fuck. We didn't fuck, but it was a weird you know, in the same way that, you know, you're just on different pages with the person. Yeah. Well,
0: I think what happens again, and this is the communication thing uh, from a woman's point of view. And I think that's what this girl was trying to say is that you can get in the middle of something. And next thing you know, you know, you feel obligated to continue having sex, even though you don't just don't want to. Yeah. You just feel like, well, I mean, I'm, I've led the guy this far and I don't want to, if I stop him now, he might get angry. Uh, he might make, you know, comments to other people about me. You know, the, the, all these other, you know, and, and it doesn't matter. So what if he makes comments about you? So what if he calls you names or prude or a tease or whatever? Yeah, if that's the case, matter.
1: that's it's not great. someone you want
0: to be fucking. Right, but but you know, I and I've been in that situation literally that you know it got so far, and I'm like, okay, well I better just keep going now because this is like you know too late, and there is never too late. But you know, I, I think it's just that you you get beat you you do become like wrapped up in the worried about, well, you know, I, this guy going to get upset with me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think maybe our last one, we can talk about this one. Cause a lot of people talked about just safety in general. Um, our friend, Sasha, who has uh, tuned in before and chimed in, uh, she said what she wished she would have known uh, about sex before entering college was one. Are there any STTs that are not preventable by condoms? And two, is it true Sexual that you can... Sexual diseases? Yeah, that are not preventable by condoms. That's mm-hmm. the first question. Mm-hmm. And two, is it true that you can tell if someone has an STD by looking? What? Well, the only thing I can say is I think both of those are related to herpes.
0: And yeah, even if you wear a condom, you can still get herpes. And the second part of that is that if you see a herpes, do not continue to have sex with this person because that is a very contagious disease that once you get, you cannot get rid of. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a lifetime.
1: Are there of- other diseases? Are there other diseases? From what I learned, because I asked my gynecologist
0: extensively about this, and he's he claims that uh, condoms really prevent most STDs. And I think he he said particularly herpes is the one
1: you got to be worried about. Um,
0: but I don't want, again, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so can I, 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 I will- want to ask your doctor.
1: I okay so note to all of our listeners ask your doctor we are not trained professionals in that area
0: when I became single the first thing I did I walked in and I said okay I need to know everything I want to know about vaginal sex I want to know oral sex I want to know about anal sex I want to know everything I want to know what you can get what you you know what I got to be worried about can you get you know can you get uh STDs from oral sex and jobs? and you know pretty much you know he said he'd never really encountered anybody when they were using a condom uh, getting an STD, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. Apparently AIDS, once the AIDS virus, once it hits air, usually dies pretty quickly.
1: Hmm. Um, I'm in a situation right now where I have not been tested since my last girlfriend oh,
0: i'm glad you My. mentioned that the first thing i did when i became single again was got tested a and then every time i was with a guy they, i made them wear a condom and if there was no condom involved like after i started dating d's he had to get tested and he, he was very nervous about that because i probably i'm probably the first, only person who demanded he get tested I, and i'm glad he did
1: yeah i mean i can imagine this would lead to a lot of anxiety if he didn't know that that was if he was clean
0: there was no nothing is ever gonna happen without a condom unless I know that. I I wanna see that black and white page right in front of me. Yeah. I, I don't I, see that. And everyone listening to this, if you don't see that, even if you're in college, I don't care. There's free clinics over there to get tested. Get
1: tested. I, I to be honest, I'm a little nervous. I don't know what is gonna come up on my test because I did have unprotected sex with the last girl. And what the fuck were you her? She was on she had some uh she had you a uh what are those things in your, IUD? what is it called?
0: IUD. That, yes. That, 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 that's to against pregnancy. To and she said she
1: was clean. And I was. Oh, please. What well, so this is why I'm experiencing she anxiety. She said she
0: was clean. He said he was clean. That is a bunch of bullshit. And I'm very, very shocked that you fell for that crap.
1: Well, okay? I did. So thank you very much for making me feel good about it. Because that, that uh, happened I, I, in the past. I, 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 I'm I'm quite sure that you're fine. Do you have anything
0: dripping out of your penis?
1: Urine. <laughs> I mean that's not, uh, of, no uh, but you don't know I, I,
0: any kind of any kind of
1: herpes like little sores or anything around you no but a lot of shit lies dormant and you don't know until later. so I'm going to get tested just because I want to make sure that nothing occurs with the you know with this with x
0: yeah. well I mean we could talk about this in greater detail on another podcast, but I could tell you one of my friends and she's older. And I think the older you are, the more you do you have this idea that you don't have to worry as much, which is a bunch of bullshit. So she says she's with this guy. He had just got divorced, and uh, he said he had been with anybody else since his wife. And so, of course, they had unprotected sex. And what do you think happens? After two, two times, he goes, oh, by the way, my wife had herpes. And she hadn't had an outbreak in 12 years. But still, she, she went to her gynecologist, and he, she had a test for six months after that. It oh, freaked yeah. her
1: out. Yeah. You know, of so, the
0: things people need to ask about and uh, yeah and, and i I'm don't ex- trust
1: anybody I, i'm experiencing a lot of anxiety now because i didn't do it before that w- with her i'm sure
0: you're fine kim don't worry about it all
1: right just uh, get it done
0: just get it tested i'm gonna Let's get it up. done
1: this upcoming week and, you know, most uh,
0: likely you have some sort of a symptom or whatever all right, so don't worry and if it is something like you know uh, you know as we've talked about in prior podcasts you know COVID and all those kind of things can be cured and don't worry about it uh, yeah but there
1: are there are some that aren't curable all right.
0: Let's just let. Okay. All right. Let, let, I, all right.
1: All right. I won't uh, expose sorry. our audience to all the anxiety that's yeah, going on in my I, brain. If
0: you're entering in a new relationship. It'd be nice to know what you what you got going on down there.
1: <laughs> so, but it's is it okay right now to have sex with a condom on? Of course. Even, even though I don't, I don't have. Yes. I haven't gotten tested.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's why I said the only time you're going to absolutely need to have that clean bill of health is if you're not using protection. Well,
1: it's also, I mean, we're, 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 you know, we're hooking up and we're, we're not having intercourse necessarily, but our, you know, we're getting very close with, to each other in that area. That's good. Genitals are knocking against each other and and it's unprotected in that way. So I still don't Uh, think that's necessarily that great. That's fine. All you got to do is get that out. I told you. Usually, it, it's, it's not a,
0: okay. Like, I, I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not a doctor, although I play one on TV. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Just get the damn test. I'm getting the test. Where do I go to even get this test?
0: I don't know. You go to
1: your. You go to your. I
0: don't have a gynecologist. No, you you. What you do is you go to uh, any of these. Uh, aren't there clinics around there that provide testing?
1: Yeah, they have some very good uh, advertisements in in L.A. Actually,
0: yes. yeah, I'm sure they have advertisements. Or just go to your regular uh, physician and I'll call them up and ask them if you can order some tests. You want to get uh, some STD tests?
1: Yeah. Oh, you yeah. a... I don't even have a regular <laughs> clinician. I gotta get okay. one of those. Right. <laughs> I I might as well get the whole thing checked out. Yeah, you should go to the doctor once in a while. By the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, get, get, you know, get on the right page here. But right, well, uh, same thing with her. I wouldn't do anything with her. Until she's I saw coming. Her.
1: She's oh, she's going. Oh, good you for kidding you. me? I don't want to deal with any of this anxiety anymore.
0: In the future, I think we're going to get a guest on who on our first date, uh the guy wanted her to go get uh, uh some sort of the STD test on on their date together, on their first date together. Hilarious story. So we're going to have to get her on. All right. Well, th- thank you all for listening. Oh, we've got way more on that came from. We need to hear from you guys because these are just I mean, obviously this is just my opinion and Cam's opinion. You know, there's a lot to be learned when it comes to communication about
1: it, around sex. And your responses about what you would have learned what if you would what you wish you would have known about sex before entering college will shape the presentation that we give at Stanford if we're if we're chosen okay. to do this. Right, right, and other universities. I mean, U of I, U of I, go A, That's where I went. Send us your thoughts at sextalkpodcast at com, or hit us up at our hotline that you, through text or voicemail. Just call 323-472-4237.
0: And by the way, this applies to women my age and guys my age. This is not just for your age group. There are plenty of people that are long-term in long-term and married relationships that still... Do not have a clue about sex yes so
1: you're going to help all those people as well and by the way i think we'll, we'll be making a, putting all of this information on our blog so everyone can ex- experience it together uh which is sextalkwithmymom.com slash blog all right thank you again for listening love you all love you all you know let
0: me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees Woo-hoo!
1: bye